Welcome to Hot Springs Village Inside Out, a weekly podcast where Hot Springs Village, Arkansas is the star. Join me, Randy Cantrell, and my co-host Dennis Simpson as we discuss the history, facts, people, places, events, lots more surrounding Hot Springs Village, Arkansas. Visit the website at hotspringsvillageinsideout.com. Hello and welcome to another episode of HSV Inside Out. That stands for Hot Springs Village Inside Out. But if you heard the bumper that Randy did, you knew that. And you're joining us again, myself, Mr. Randy Cantrell, and Mr. Lloyd Sherman, who we had with us before. But Lloyd has a fascinating backstory, and I want to hear it, if you don't mind. You know, we we actually, we go over and over, Randy. We talk about people and their interesting stories. And I don't think it gets any more interesting than, than, than Lloyd's. This is a fascinating story. So, Lloyd, what did you do in life as we know it? How many years did you live in Central America, and how did you get to the village? That's what I want to hear. Well, uh, what I did in uh, in the working years of my career uh, was that I had my own business consulting firm, and um, before that, I was in corporate America. Uh, and uh, left the corporate world as a senior vice president of affiliated computer services, which is a technology company in the Dallas area. Um, My uh, beautiful bride had uh, strokes at uh, the end of 2005, and she was given two to five years to live. Uh, obviously, that did not occur. Good. She's still good. with us today. And um, after her, uh, she recovered. It took four or five years for her to recover. Um, I decided that I was going to retire early. And um, I got to talking to her about doing something different than um, she was a native Texan. I'm basically a nomad. I've lived all over the country, and but I've never lived out of the country. And I said, well, how would you feel about moving to a, um, another country? And to my surprise, she said, yeah. And so I started doing a lot of research and I checked out Costa Rica, checked out some places in South America, um, checked out Panama, and finally decided that Panama had the best infrastructure, if you will, that, uh, which is a bad word these days, but um, <laughs> that would support, and there were a lot of expats there. So um, we took a couple week tour and we went down and toured the entire country of Panama, which you can basically drive from east to west, by the way. Most people think you're going to be in a, um, a north-south kind of environment down there. But if you go across their country, hitting up into like Guatemala and places like that, you're actually driving east to west. Hmm. And their shores are on the south and the north. <laughs> so it, it's laid out a little strange if you look at it on the, uh, on the map. So driving down there was a, a, a bit of a... Uh, uh, a challenge. Um, but at any rate, it, it the, the structure, uh, U.S. dollar primarily, their coins are what they call Balboa down there, but 
Um, they live off the U.S. dollar. Uh, and so we went down and traveled around and uh, visited several communities. Uh, took us about two weeks and decided on this uh, community in the rainforest called Altos del Maria. Which and, stands for? Uh, Altos del Maria. I, <laughs> oh, oh, I thought it, I thought it was left. Just because no. I was going to a Spanish speaking country didn't mean I knew anything. About it. <laughs> no. the, I was going to uh, ask if you knew the language. Well, I mean, no. like, like, like Lake Lago, I'm smart enough to know that means Lake Lake, but that's about the extent yeah. of my ability. So, you know? And it is a lake. So yeah. there's that. Um, at any rate, we, we decided on this community, and as it turns out, it was a 22,000-acre private gated community. Oh, and, sounds familiar. Uh, yeah, it does a little bit. And so we moved there, and uh, we spent two years in, in Panama. Uh, Linda started getting a little nervous because of her health, and, and the, the facilities down there were uh, nurses didn't have to be certified they didn't really have to be trained uh it 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 made both of us a little uncomfortable sure, so um we decided to come back to the united states but while we were in panama i was at a gathering and there were two ladies there who lived in hot springs village where and, where yeah exactly that's what i said and they said, oh, and I said, where is that? And she said, well, it's in Arkansas. And so anyway, we got to talking about it. And so that's how Hot Springs Village ever got on my radar. So we returned back to the United States and uh, to Dallas, where we had left from. And six months later, I was diagnosed with throat cancer. And so thank goodness we came back to the United yeah, States. Yeah, yeah. Um, because I would not have wanted to be in Panama and having to go through uh, radiation and chemotherapy like I did. So, and what year uh, was this, Lloyd? That was in 2000. I went through my treatments at the end of 2013, I guess it was. Um, and literally one month after I finished my last um, chemo treatment, and they put me in the hospital for a week. We moved over here. But before I was found out that I had cancer, um, we went on a drive about and we went to several areas within the United States to check out some. We'd already checked out Texas before we ever went to Panama. And uh, we just drove into Hot Springs Village and said, we're home. This is it. it. And it felt a lot like uh, Altos did. It, it just had the same kind of serenity and peacefulness and like you were driving into a national park. Mm. And the whole time you <laughs> were in the place, you felt like you were in a national park. Yeah. So um, at any rate, um, I finished my chemo and uh, radiation. And a month later, we packed up everything and over here we came. Uh, we rented for the first two years just to make sure that this was going to be our final place, so to speak. And um, we loved it. 
Uh, we bought our house up here on Cortez uh, on the golf course, and uh, we have no intention of going anywhere else. We love it here. Well, I've got a million questions. Randy, do you want to start? I bet you've got a couple. Yeah, well, my, my first one is, how so your health, you're in good health today? Well, I'm as in good a health as an older guy should be. <laughs> Yes, well, but, I'm, I'm but the, fine. But, I mean, we have our cancer, maladies. But the cancer treatments and stuff were successful for you. Oh, yeah. So I've been in remission for over six years now. Excellent. So, yeah. That's Excellent. great. Amen. Yeah. Well, I was going to ask several questions. So it, it, when you were looking at Honduras and, and Belize in these areas, were you saying, okay, we want someplace tropical or someplace warm or someplace we can get jungle rot? Or what, what was your mindset there? Well, the jungle rot thing was probably not in the equation. <laughs> but we were looking for something with nice temperatures. Um, and uh, Panama, as it turns out, where we lived, would we had no heating, no air conditioning. Uh, it would get down to a low of about 69 at night. And up in the rainforest, it would be like 85 during the day. But if you went down onto the coast, which I could get down there in 35 minutes, mm -hmm. it was 95. So, uh, you had, you know, you could get to the beach, you get, you had a nice climate. It was beautiful. The flowers, the birds, uh, the environment, it was just, it, it, it was just mind boggling, quite frankly. Well, it sounds fantastic. I, just curious. I had had a friend tell me one time in Honduras and places like that, you couldn't buy property. You could lease it. And you could have a 69 year lease or a 99 year lease or whatever, but did you, would you actually buy and own property or did y'all rent or what did you do? Well, we rented, but yes, you can buy property down there. But <laughs> again, um, I didn't want to do anything permanent. When, I, when we sold our house in Dallas, I kind of said, I think I'm done with the owning a house kind of thing. Mm -hmm. You can see how that worked out, but yeah, yeah. How did that work? How did that work? Yeah. And I actually, I, I do want to say I was at your house and I, we were talking about this earlier, about probably about a year, maybe been two years ago, it was late summer and was working on your Wi-Fi stuff and looking around and there was a Mayfly convention outside your uh, back window on a late summer afternoon. It looked like something out of uh, on golden pond. I mean, and, and personally I was, I've asked two different golfers in the last week, just off the cuff, you know, what, what's your favorite course. And both of them have said Cortez is the most beautiful I've ever played. I mean, it, it, you talk about a national park. It looks like a national park. It does. It's, it's a beautiful course. And of course the village is just a beautiful place. So you, you I don't think you can find a bad spot. Mm. Yeah. So and you've Randy, been there seven years, right? Correct. And so seven years next month. Well, another anniversary. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. All right. And so you get into the real estate game. How does that happen? Um, well, uh, I have retired at least four times that I can think of. <laughs> You're going to get good at it. Eventually. Yeah, eventually I'm going to get it right. <laughs> and, um, I've always had an interest in real estate and I got somewhat bored after uh, I started recovering uh, after we moved here. And so because of, I had flipped houses in the Dallas area, just on my own and for fun, I guess, uh, although it wasn't all that much fun. Um, <laughs> I decided to get into real estate. So I got my license and uh, joined uh, triple D realty and have been there uh, for four years now. So, 
Now, you mentioned that we did another show with you a little earlier, and you mentioned Marion at Triple D, and Marion has been there like four decades, three decades. I mean, she's and been there a while. Like 35 years. She really? she is, this is the oldest running um, privately owned real estate firm in the area. Huh. So, cool. yeah. And she well, sold us this house. Yeah, which is so, a gorgeous house, by the way. Yeah, right. so that's that the connection with her kind of started there oh. with her selling us this out. So, well, tell us about the real estate market in your opinion right now. What do you see? And as, as we hit the record button, Randy, on 11 11 of 2021. Yep. Happy oh, Veterans what? Day, by the way. Yeah. Happy Veterans Day, everybody. Yeah. yeah. So, so what, uh, what, what, what do you see the real estate market doing? Well, my crystal ball is in the shop right now. Oh, geez. But, um, I think we have basically peaked on the um, the price surge that we've seen in the village. Uh, I don't know how much longer we'll stay at that level, um, but the banks have recently started pushing back a little bit on appraisals, mm. and that was uh, kind of our first sign that. Um, you know, they weren't going to continue down this road. Uh, now the appraisers are not allowed to use cash comps uh, in, in their um, appraisals. So that's going to impact the, the uh, ability wow. of people to get lending for, uh, you know, unless they decide to put more money into the house. So that may that may impact us a little bit, but I'm not sure this not having a bunch of houses on the market thing is going to slow down anytime soon. Uh, and with inflation, it may continue for even through all of next year. I, you know, hmm. well, I you, didn't realize they had kicked out the, the cash comps, That that's a big, big, big deal. It is. And they just did that recently because what, you know, those that are paying cash and have moved from places where they got, yeah, well, there goes the phone, uh, where they sold their houses for even right. more than our market was. Sure, sure, they sure. can come here and buy probably a better house than they had where they lived at less money. And uh, so Essentially, with the appraisals being what they are, they're, they start out upside down. Yeah. And um, so it, it probably was the right thing to do. And it was the banks were going to have to do something to cool down the appraisal values. So uh, that appears to be what they decided to do. Hmm. Lord, what, impact, yeah. what impact do you think it had the, the pandemic you know, I'm still over here in Dallas, Fort Worth, envious of you two guys, you know, that are already in the village and, and I hope to be one day, but my client base, I, I have experienced a number of situations where people had kind of planned to retire and then the pandemic hit and especially at senior leadership positions, people stayed, uh, just to try to help their companies, their organizations navigate through that. And in the last, I would say in the last eight months to a year have seen a number of those people. Now they've gone ahead and retired. Do you think the village has been impacted by that? As far as this influx of, of what, you know, the grain of America, these, these retirees that may have postponed retirement and now they're, 
they're interested in coming to the village. Yeah, I don't see how it could not have impacted it. Um, the The reality of the situation um, has been that um, people are fleeing some of the larger concentrated areas, um, and COVID brought that about. Um, so our market has seen... Um, Last year was an extremely good year for the Hot Springs Village real estate market. This year has turned out to be almost exactly a replica of what it was last year. So we're, although we have inventories that are in the 30s, um, we're selling houses at the same pace we've been selling them. Mm. And um, we have more buyers than we have sellers right now. Mm -hmm. So, um, and we're literally selling houses within hours uh, well, in some cases. And, and one of my perceptions, and it's just a perception, but I've seen some of the stuff that's coming on the market. And relatively, there's some people who have been reticent to sell because, you know, when they sell, they got to go live somewhere else, too. Right. You know, uh, and, and we can't build them fast enough. I think Brandon has 70 on the ground or 70 on the ground or in plans, you know, and there's everybody who can build is building right now, you know. Uh, but on the other side of that, I, I, there's some junk on the market. In my opinion, I'm seeing houses that are coming on that shouldn't comp. They're not going to comp. They need a huge rework, but people have been sitting on them for two and three years and going, okay, now's my chance. Now's my chance. And maybe they sell, maybe they don't. Are you seeing the same thing? I am. And, uh, I'll just give you an example. I had a client and we just bid on a HUD home. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's going to need a substantial um, upgrade. Mm -hmm. uh, we were number four on the bid list, and we bid above the asking price. And you were number and, four. And that was a HUD home that was been taken back by HUD. So wow. um, I also understand there's a fairly sizable number that are scheduled to come on the market this next year in this area. In the HUDs? Uh, so uh, that for those people that want to invest in a property and don't mind putting money into rehabbing, uh, those are good opportunities. But uh, you're right, Dennis, they're, 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 people are trying to take advantage of the market. And well, they should. Uh, you know, that's, that's just human nature, and you would expect them to do that. So. Sure. Sure, sure. In the last couple of years, Lloyd, have you, have you noticed any kind of a demographic shift of people moving into the village? No, it's just all you people COVID from Texas keep coming over here. Oh, hold it on. Texas people. What, what do we do? We should build a wall. We should build a wall for those Texas people. No, I, think just, no, I think they're, they're building one, just not along our. No, there just needs to be a tunnel from here, a high speed train or something. That, <laughs> there you go. High speed that, that, that takes us there. Well, it was interesting because one of my favorite Airbnb places is a neighbor of yours. And I love the, I love the neighborhood where, where you are. And I love that, that golf course, even though I don't golf, but they have an adjoining suite. And so my wife and I were there for a week and twice, twice that week, uh, a younger couple came and checked in at the adjoining place and they were coming from little rock to look for a house. And I don't know the outcome. I don't know if, if both couples, but I say they were kids, 
there's no way they were 40. They were in their 30s. In their 30s? And, you know, I I just thought it was interesting. You know, and I talked with one. She she was in the medical health care. She had scrubs on and whatnot. And, uh, you know, they they wanted out of Little Rock because they work in Little Rock and they're like, you know, we, we can, we can commute. Uh, I don't know. I just thought, I thought that was interesting. Well, and I, it, I'd say that we probably, I don't, Dennis probably gets out and about more than I do, but I'd say that we have, um, in a shift there, there probably is younger people that are being attracted to this area. Um, and Dennis would probably know this too, but the, um, the number of lots that have sold this last year is phenomenal. Biblical. So it's, that's got to be people thinking that if I'm not fleeing those dense areas now, I'm going to. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, that, that to me has, has been a bit of a phenomenon. How's that hustle and bustle coming, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, from the cities. Let, let me let me make a note here, and I want to just take a sideline. And Lloyd, you'll get this, and hopefully many of our listeners will too. Uh, our number one show ever has been about reserve property. Our number two show ever was about reserve property part two, <laughs> and we we discussed how to buy lots and whatever. And the commissioner of state lands has made a huge change that they're not doing physical uh, auctions anymore; they're doing digital auctions online. And so you can see people bidding on these properties. Lloyd, uh, Diane pulled one up to me the other day on Penosha. Now, this is about two blocks west of Balboa Golf Course. There is nothing there, nothing there. It is a vacant lot on a interior block on a dead end road. And there had been 52 bids and the price was a little over eight times the starting value. Wow. Not on a golf course, not on a lake, not on a view, but, the, but just speculation on this particular lot. Well, I'm betting that those fine folks that are at the commissioner of state lands don't realize there is now, as of last week, a $250 buy-in fee for them based on their purchasing just a vacant lot. And then there's a $150 transfer fee. So these people that think they're bidding and buying on a $150 lot or a $200 lot or a $1,000 lot, they're about to get hit with another $400 bill when they go to register that at the POA. Correct. Yeah, that'll start effective January 1. So Mm -hmm. um, that has to be in from the real estate community. I'm on the board of realtors. Um, We're trying to figure out how we best communicate that, obviously through the realtors. But we, Mm -hmm. we need to make sure that people are aware that uh, that's going to be in their closing costs when they, when they come here now, because it hasn't been there in the past. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Randy, any other questions? I, I, too many, but I'm going to, I'm going to submit to you, but just don't forget our lightning round. I was about to say, I think it's time for the lightning round. Cause we haven't even sprung this on Lloyd, but he needs the lightning round. Just yeah, but this will be this will be fun. This is really quick, Lloyd. It's painless, uh-huh. I, promise. You, you, I promise. Yeah, it's it's completely painless. Is that why it's called lightning? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you won't know exactly. what hits you. No, it exactly. You can't put anything past me. Yeah, it'll 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 be over by the time it hits you. <laughs> Hiking, boating, golf, or tennis? Golf. Beaches or woods? What was that? Beaches or woods? Uh, beaches. If you had a warning label, what would it say? Stay away. (laughs) Your favorite sport? Uh, Football. 
Appetizer or dessert? Appetizer. And what would it be? Uh, probably oysters on the half ship. Well, oh, look at him. Look at that. Go and yeah. seafood. Uh, what's the most interesting thing you can see out your window? Um, the deer when they're out romping around on the tee box. And of course I enjoy the people out there too, but yeah, yeah. I do too. I do too. As a guy that doesn't play golf, I really enjoy watching people tee off and yeah. just miss the green. You know, it's easy for me, right? Let me get this straight. So this is comedy your, relief. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, comedy. I'm about to say this is your entertainment committee, y'all. You know, it's a little slow. Let's go watch the com comedy on the on right. the uh, yeah, back exactly live right. TV. Reading, watching, or listening? Listening. Sneakers, sandals, or hiking shoes? Um, probably sandals. Do you have a nickname? Skip. Ship. Okay. Explain that. Where did that come from? You got me. I was, <laughs> I am assuming that I skipped a lot as a child, but nobody in my family knows me by anything other than skip. You will really? occasionally on Facebook, see one of my nephews or nieces or something refer to me to skip and people are going what who skip so, i have seen that i didn't know what that was now I know. now, now, you, now is. this is why we do the lightning round lightning your first round. your very first job well outside the united states navy i was an electronic data processing auditor for a bank wow so let me ask one let me ask one randy yeah, go ahead very first concert i didn't know if you were getting to that one or not randy yeah that would have probably been Neil Diamond. Sweet Caroline, right? Neil Sweet Diamond. Caroline. Yeah. Favorite movie? Braveheart. Oh, I like it. I if you know. were a superhero, what power would you have? Um, hmm. Being able to see into the future. Yeah. It's that crystal ball that you got. Yeah. You got to get that yeah. thing fixed yeah. it's in the shop. Though. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What would you sing at karaoke night? This presupposes that you would sing. Well, I do sing actually. And I go. would sing, um, either help me through the night or I would sing, uh, the, uh, New Orleans song. Yeah. Riding on the city of new Orleans. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good. I can see that. Okay, with your voice. well, we got to follow up. So you do sing. I do. So I play let guitar us... and I sing. Oh, okay. Well, look at him. He's got I the guitar. I think okay. we need to be at the Beehive some night. Yeah. I'm... And well, I have no. I don't. I haven't gone to the Beehive, I, and I have a karaoke machine. Well. Oh, well, look at you. So, do I you know. have karaoke events at your house? No. That we need to invite ourselves to? No, because then I'd have to perform in front of people. <laughs> I see. I see. So this is just a private thing. Yeah. The, playing the guitar in the shower is not a good idea. <laughs> no. No. How long have you played the guitar? Since I was 13. So it's been a while. Man, I'm what, really what, I meant to ask, what did you do in the Navy, too? I meant to ask that. I don't know. Um, well, I spent 13 months on ADAC, Alaska. And if you know anything about ADAC, Alaska, it's a two by four mile island. Um, but from there I was sent to data processing school. And from there I went to Washington DC and I helped design and write the, I was the lead military guy that's designed and wrote the cost accounting system for the Navy. 
Oh my goodness. He's a big shot, smarty pants. Isn't I'm he? telling you what, I never knew these things. Lord, yeah. I really appreciate this. This is why we do the lightning round. Okay. As a musician, favorite mu- music, favorite musical act, band, singer, songwriter, whatever. Yeah. Uh, again, it's probably Neil Diamond. Yeah. Makes mm-hmm. sense. First concert was Neil Diamond. What year do you think that might've been? That How old was, were you? Uh, I would, geez. That would have been in the eighties. So, um, it would have been after I moved to the state of Mississippi, which, uh, I did in 1981. So it was mid 1980s. Okay. This isn't part of the lightning round, but I got to ask. Okay. So where did you grow up? Uh, I was born in Colorado. I was basically raised and I graduated from high school in Oregon. Um, and I've lived in so many States. I couldn't mention them all. That's that, you know, that song about Reno. <laughs> yeah. I've been everywhere, man. Yeah. There you go. That's a good song. Well, that's the lightning round, Dennis. That's yeah. why we do this. I tell you the things we learn about people we thought we knew. Yeah, exactly. Things you don't know that'll get you. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a th- yeah, it's good. Th- it's good stuff, though. Listen, I, I I appreciate you being on. I appreciate you being a sport about this. It's been uh, it's been good to meet you as a, as a as a fellow DFW guy who's who's longing to get there someday. So I'll let you say good night, Dennis. Well, one last question I want to ask Randy, where you typically stay when you come here, how far are you down the street from, from Lloyd? Do you know? He knows who they are. He can tell, he can tell us the holes Lloyd about two blocks, two Uh, city blocks, you know, but we don't have those around here. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. It's a nice, it's a nice neighborhood. I walk, we walk that neighborhood and I tell everybody this, you know, the people that want to kind of poo poo the whole short-term rental you know i said well, I, I have invited uh, randy by the next time he's over here so you know and i found every i've found every every neighborhood like that uh you know listen we were all visitors at one point that's I'm right ho- i'm hoping to morph from being a visitor to being a resident one day but well, yeah it's been it's been great having you on the show well thank yeah. you well for hot springs village inside out i'm dennis simpson and he is randy cantrell and we're saying good night thanks lloyd Thanks for listening to another episode of Hot Springs Village Inside Out, a podcast where Hot Springs Village, Arkansas is the star. Please subscribe to the podcast. You can do that by visiting our website, hsvinsideout.com, and tell a friend.